You're listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. Hi parents, it's Robin McMahon here. Just before you dive into this episode, I want to invite you to join my new membership site for free. My site, which is at www.parent-toolbox.com, is the companion to my award-winning podcast where you will find game-changing tools and resources from me and from my expert guests who are among the top leaders in the parenting world. Join for free today at www.parent-toolbox.com. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Parenting Our Future. I am so happy to have a guest with me who really gets what it's like to be a professional, to be an entrepreneur, and also to have a family, right? Because that is a really tough balance. So I have Susan Stutzel here, and she is passionate about freeing professional women from self-sabotaging goals and helping them build a life of purpose and balance. I love it. As a leadership coach, she helps her clients ditch overwhelm by finding their voice through the process of rebuilding habits and expectations so they can feel successful both professionally and at home. Susan, welcome. I love everything about what you're doing and what you stand for. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Robin. It is so great to be here. I'm so glad that we connected because I also love what you're doing. So this is a good connection. Oh, I love it. And we both uh, in in talking have kids like exactly the same age. We are moms of teenagers. So we're a little haggard. (laughs) I know I'm a little haggard this morning (laughs) from trying to get two kids who don't want to go to school up and going to school when uh, school has two weeks left, man, it's hard to do that last little bit, you know, it's just hard to get up. So yeah. But (laughs) what we're here to talk about is is the overwhelm that we feel as moms who are also professionals, right? Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're uh, in a professional career role, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of pressure on moms, especially, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we feel that pressure from, from all different areas. Sometimes it's from others, but sometimes it's just from ourselves also. Yeah, I know we get this idea that we have to do it all, don't we? Where do we get that from? All of it. And all of it perfectly. If, if you're anything like me, I mean, if it's, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that means for some people baking the cupcakes, making the, <laughs> the cookies at school, doing, doing all those extra things. But I think what you really teach is look, you know, you, you focus on coaching holistically, right. And looking at everything. And so tell me what your process is all about. How, you know, who, who do you work with and how do you help them? Where does it start with you? Yeah, great. It really, I work with professional women, uh, just like you said, professional women, whether they're entrepreneurs or whether they're in the business world and also have a family at home. And I have built this life that I I absolutely love. And the entrepreneurial journey is not an easy one. Parenting journey is not an easy one, (laughs) but doing both of them bring me so much joy. And so I am super passionate about helping women really find the balance that they're looking for so that they can raise the children that they want the way that they want to, the way that they are, you know, set out to do when they got pregnant 
moment, mm. but also not give up their career. Like I really believe that you can have it all. Mm. You just have to really focus on what that means, what all really is for you and being intentional about focusing on those things and saying no to so many other things. Mm, right. So where, where do you find people, moms are getting tripped up the most? <laughs> saying yes to everything, uh, right. whether it's the, the people pleasing and wanting to, you know, be the volunteer mom in the classroom, plus, you know, the Girl Scout mom, plus, you know, doing all the things and still trying to kill it in their career and climb the ladder and do all of the things. And so they just keep saying yes until they're so overwhelmed and they're so tired that they want to just throw it all out. And so a lot of times like that's the point. And, and I know for me personally, like my biggest change came when I felt like I was failing at everything. I was trying to say yes to all the things, but yet I just felt like nothing, I wasn't doing any of it right. And I was just failing. And that is such a hard and horrible mm. feeling. And so like coming out of that, like I don't want anyone else to be there. So mm. I just love, yeah, being able to reach out and help other women focus on, okay, what is it that you really, really want? Not what somebody else maybe thinks you want, not what you know society is telling you that you should have or that you should want but really focusing on what's most important mm. and then setting the goals to get there. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And I've been there too, right? Where you want to be everything to everyone, do everything. And it's like, oh, I'm just adding kids into the mix and still <laughs> doing all the things. And that, you know, when you, you know, when I think about it like that, it seems irrational to think that we should do all of the things. And then, you know, we do beat ourselves up. We blame us for not being able to do it all, not good enough at what we're doing. And so you enter in this deep shame. Um, and that's really serious, right? And, and I think what we find too, and this is not necessarily what you teach, but what I, what I see is, you know, we numb ourselves, right? You know, there's all of these jokes about mums and wine. And I think, you know, there's something to be said for that, right? Something's got to give. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so we need to look at what we have on our plate for sure. And, uh, and, you know, one of the things that I talk about in, in my book, the yelling cure is, is what can you say no to? What can you take off your plate? You know, sometimes our kids are playing three different sports or two different sports and an instrument and then tutoring. And then, you know, then this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, are they even happy? right? Do they even like what they're doing? Um, and sort of tuning into what's working and just what's not, right? Is that, is that what you, what you do? Yeah, I see that a lot for sure. And I, I think, you know, when COVID hit a year and a half ago, I think it woke a lot of people up to realize, you know, all of a sudden we're at home and we're at home with our families and we're not running to all of the sports and all of the music lessons and all of the tutoring and all of the things that we sign up our kids for, because we want more for them, right? Like we know how we grew up and we all have our story, but it's like, oh, I want more for my kids. I want to give them yeah. every opportunity. But I think like there's a point you have to stop and say, wait a minute, what did they really love to do? And, and I'm a huge advocate for all of that. Like there's a lot of opportunity to introduce them to things in small programs or just see what they like. 
but you don't have to keep them in all the things forever. And I know that's one thing that, that, you know, my husband and I have done is kind of said, you know, what do you really want to do? And let's pick some, let's not do everything in every season. And I don't want to be gone every night of the week. I don't want to be your Uber driver. Right. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to do the things you love to do with you, but not spend most of our time in the car because I think then nobody wins. And I think even kids get burnt out. Oh, a hundred percent they do. And, and when they're older and teenagers, like what we have, uh, they start to reject those sports or those activities Mm -hmm. because they feel coerced, they feel pushed into them. And so all of that time where, you know, maybe we, we could have been just together, just being as a family, you know, instead of the hustle, right. The hustle here, there and everywhere. And it's, let's be honest, it's exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting. Yeah. So, okay. So this whole idea of self-sabotage, let's talk about that because I think that is, that's huge, right? Where are we self-sabotaging and why? You know, there are so many great seminars and conferences on how to reach all your goals, right? So you can goal set your way to any marketing level. You can goal set your way to a revenue level, to a career goal, you know, whatever that is. And there's great strategies to do that. And and I'm all about like meeting goals. Like I can knock them out all day long, but we can also totally sabotage ourselves by going after that, but forgetting again, those priorities, what's most important to us. I've seen so many professionals tell me, oh, relationship building is so important in business. And so I'm at all the networking events and I'm doing all the things and meeting all the people, but their families are falling apart at home. So I'm looking at them going, are relationships really the most important to you? Mm. Because that relationship at home to me is the most important one and raising that family and having my kids not only want to be home with us, but when they do move out, like I want them to like want to come back (laughs) and still spend time with us. And I think that those are the relationships that need the most attention, the most investment in. And so we can, yeah, totally sabotage ourselves by going after all the goals without thinking about that holistic approach saying, okay, here's my goals for my career, but also here's my goals for my family. Here's goals with friendships. You know, I don't want to also lose all my friendships along the way. I know I've, I've been in seasons where it's like, oh, I don't have time to meet. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for the girls night. And it's like, wait a minute, what, how do I say no for so long and not invest in myself too? And oh, so, hello. Yeah. So we just have to, I think, keep all of that in perspective and decide, okay, maybe this is my career goal and that doesn't change, but is it maybe a five-year goal instead of a three? Or, you know, how fast is that and what is that? What does my future look like and what, what does my best self in that future look like while I bring my family along for the journey and not, you know, destroy that in the process? Yeah. You know, as you're talking, I'm wondering if part of this is, you know, uh, in, in my corporate career too, you know, you're, you're setting these goals, you're setting these goals, always achieving higher, learning more, networking more, all of that stuff. And then you have a child. And you probably don't ever relook at those goals. So then you just keep hustling towards them. You think that's just the way it's supposed to be, but you are in a different season. 
So, right. So let's look at everything. Like, what is it you want to achieve? Like you said, what's the most important thing? Your priorities have shifted, you know, and that's okay to shift yeah. them. Uh, it doesn't have to be forever. Um, so, so how, you know, and, and you said you think you can have it all. So then how do you sort of, how do you work that out then? If you are a new mom and you are still career driven, you have a career that you love and, and good for you. I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, how do you, how do you enjoy the career that you love and also be there for your family? <laughs> yeah, I think you just explained my story. My total life story is I was career all the way and long story, but I wasn't sure I wanted to have children. And I'm so glad that I did best thing ever, but I didn't know that like, I'm the career girl, like this is where I'm headed. So that was exactly me. I had this new baby at home that I was like, well, I'm still going for it. And I just, I know about myself. I'm not a stay at home mom. I think they're awesome. And I love that calling, but I know it's not mine. And Mm -hmm. so it was like, I'm still going to head toward this. But yet that, and then when I added second baby two years later, it was like, okay, wait a minute. This is a lot more than I thought. And I really had to stop myself and really have that moment of the failure moment to go, this isn't working Mm -hmm. because I think it didn't, it wouldn't have occurred to me otherwise. And so Mm -hmm. I suggest to all the new moms out there, like give yourself some space to enter this new season and enter into it joyfully because it's so great, but yet your career can continue. It doesn't have to stop. It doesn't have to be one or the other, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely takes some intention to go, okay, but what does it look like now? And I've seen, I've seen so many new moms, even in the last two years that have been like, I'm starting this, you know, entrepreneurial journey and Mm -hmm. I'm a new mom and it's hard, but I also love it. Mm. And so finding that balance and what does my work day look like? And maybe it's, I mean, it's not eight to five, seriously. I mean, does anyone have an eight to five job anymore? <laughs> really? <laughs> Especially in this last year, because yeah. everything shifted, but really looking at it according to what season you're in and what does it look like right now for me so that I can do everything that's important to me, raise my family, spend quality time with them, but still dig in toward the career. And it's really about setting what your priorities are, figuring those out and honing in on those Mm. and just, and saying no to so many things. And, And I love even how you started this. And it came to me that one of the most influential comments I heard um, at that point, my failure point was every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody great said it and I don't know who to attribute it to. <laughs> I've heard it too. And if you're right, it's very, yeah, it's, no, it's no. so, yeah, so good. It's so true. And we don't think about that we're saying no to other things until we get further down the journey and we're like, oh, I'm exhausted because I'm not sleeping or, oh, my husband has been ignored for a month because yeah. I've been doing, you know, all of the mom things and all of the work things. And we, we have to be intentional about what we say no to. Otherwise it, it does tend to be the things that are most important to us because we think, oh, he'll understand or, oh, the kids will understand. I, you know, I'm, I missed this or, you know, whatever that might be being intentional is really, is really important. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is look back at all those times where you're like, oh, they'll understand. And it amounts to 
a lot of time that you've said right. that, right? And before you know right. it, you don't have a relationship. And look, what I know for sure is that connection is everything with our kids. And if, yes. if we, we want to raise our kids with intention to be these great humans, we have to create this bond with them, this connection with them, because when they get older and they have autonomy and they're doing their own things, you know, the stakes get higher. And we, like you said, we want them to come back to us too. You know, we want to have that relationship with them. It's vitally important that we slow down a little bit. And again, it's a different season of your life. So you just, you need to be, like you said, really intentional. And some of the yeah. things that I was thinking of as you were talking is, you know, we have these failures, right? And I'm going to use air quotes because I don't think of it as a failure. It is really just you win or you learn, period, right? Yes. And so what is the, what is the learning, the learning, the, you know, the failure, whatever you want to call it telling you, right? Like, what is it telling you? Don't just, you know, um, tell yourself a story. Like I'm failing. I'm the worst. I've got to dig in deeper, mm -hmm. but like, okay, let me look at this. Cause it's really just feedback, just mm -hmm. feedback, right. Yeah. On, on life. And I think we have to be really careful of the stories that we tell ourselves too, right? Like yes. I am failing or I'm the worst mom. Everybody's doing this better than me. I'll tell you right now, you are not a bad, whoever you are, you are not a bad mom. You are not yeah. failing. It is just what it is right now. And you have the opportunity to fix it if you need it. And there's people yeah. like Susan, there's people like me that will help you, right? Because yeah. we've been there too. And that's yes. okay to say, I don't have all the answers. How could you possibly, you know, how right. could you possibly have all the answers? And so I think, you know, getting really clear and boy, we should be talking to moms before they even have a baby about um, look, yeah. where are your boundaries going to be? What are you going to say yes yeah. to? What are you going to say no to? And of course it's impossible to know exactly what life is going to be like if you've never had a child before. <laughs> right. But we do right. need to think about those things. Right. Yeah. 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 And that boundaries is so key because when you think about being overwhelmed in the workplace or overwhelmed in, in your career, it's often because you're taking on too much. Well, yeah. the same thing applies to at home when you're taking on too much. And I think, um, I think it's, I think it's Chip Ingram. I can't remember where I heard it for sure, but the kids are looking for two things. Number one, do you love me? And number two, where are the boundaries? Mm. You know, as a parent, like we have to live and be the adults that we want them to be someday. Oh, yes. So if we can't set boundaries and say no to things, how are we going to expect them to, or for them to even obey our boundaries when they're, they're young and we're trying to, you know, teach them and, and show them what it's like, like we have to be that. And I don't know, I don't know if you're like me, but like when I see my kids do something that I don't like, it's usually something that I do. Like, I'm like, oh, I see that, you know, like I'm recognizing this, this pushback or this thing they're doing. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I recognize that. So I need to exemplify that yes. so that they will, because they're, you know, they're learning by watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I think maybe the difference is, is you've evolved to a place where you're not telling yourself a story about it. You're going, okay, I recognize this. I see it. Okay. Now I need to go repair. I need to yeah. go and fix, right. You don't need to tell yourself a big story. And, you know, right. so when I work with clients, um, you know, there, there will be times where we get on our, get on our, 
you know, weekly call and, and, and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And you can see people's faces are not good. Like we had a horrible week or today was the worst day. I'm like, okay, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Now we got something to really work through. It's right. okay. Like take right. every experience. Don't waste an experience because it's all valuable. If you yes. can look at it and just put it out there, look at it and say, okay, what do, what, what, what do I need to do here? You know, what could I have done and what will I do next time? That's it. Right. Yeah. And that's right. I mean, yeah. Win or learn because as we, yeah, the fail, I'm, I'm big on, yeah, I love that. The failure in quotes, because it's the failure is a feeling and Mm. that's the story we've told ourselves. So if instead we flip that and say, no, I felt like a failure, but I'm not failing, but here's what I learned from that. And I learned that I need to say no to some things. Sometimes we need to say no to a lot of things, but yeah, it's definitely a feeling, but we can't let that own us. And I think that's also where that self-sabotage comes in is we tell ourselves that over and over. And when we do that, we actually like make our brains believe it. You can tell yourself anything over and over and all of a sudden then you believe it. Well, guess what? Now you've got this negative thought in your head that you actually believe Mm -hmm. it's not the neural pathway. Absolutely. And your brain is so good at going in search of proving it to be true for you because you've had a thought and you're like, Ooh, that sticks that, or or that that sticks that, that fits is what I meant to say. And then you go, yeah. Okay. And then you believe it. Right. And, and uh, we know that we can speak 120 words a minute but we can think 10 times as fast. So that's why those get ingrained in us. But the good news is, is our brain is also use dependent. So when we work to remove those limiting beliefs, those stories we're telling ourselves and replace them with something empowering, something that actually uh, we can get behind and is true for us, then we, you know, then we can move on. And And I'm sure there's people that will argue, well, that is true the, the self-sabotaging thought that I, that I'm having is true maybe, but at the same time, what is it costing you? Right. It doesn't have to be that way. Our default setting is to, to, to be joyful, right. And to enjoy our lives. So, so it's worth it to do this work. And this is, you know, what you're doing with the, the, the clients you work with is exactly what I do with my clients too, is helping them through those beliefs, reframing the way they see things, right? Putting those boundaries in place. It's very much, very much the same what we're doing together. And, and one thing I'll say too, is there is this sort of ripple effect, right? Where you are feeling overwhelmed and then you become this figure of instability for your kids too, Right. And so then when you're, when, when you say yes to something, but then you take it away and you say no, or you say no to something and then they bug you enough and you say yes to it, or, you know, just as a quick example, that certainly doesn't encompass all of it. Um, they don't know whether they're coming or going. And so then their behavior is going to reflect that. And then you, that makes you more overwhelmed and that, you know, and then it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So if you want a happy home life and you want a great work life too, you, it is essential for you to do the things that, that you're saying, Susan, right. To really look at this, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to, yeah, they're going to follow it. And I think one of the biggest eye-opening moments for me was when my second child was born and she was a girl. 
was like, okay, I want to raise her to be confident. I want to, her to see beauty when she looks in the mirror. And so it was like, okay, then as she grows, then you can't look in the mirror and, you know, say negative things and, you know, like just exemplifying who I want her to be and speaking love and life and beauty into her. And then, you know, she grows up seeing that. So, you know, we can't tell her that she's perfect when she looks in the mirror and tell ourselves we're not, you know, like right. they, oh my they recognize that. And they're like, well, does, is anything that you say legit? Because, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, totally. Totally. And so, um, so that's, that's a really, it's a great way to sort of segue into um, the expectations that we have for ourselves and also for our kids, because I think the way we define success can be troubling, right? Like success is not the same for everybody. And I always say, you know, success, whatever that means for you, because success could be staying home with your kids. By the way, I think that's, I think that's an extremely hard job to do is to stay home with your kids and not work. I think that is extremely hard. So my hat's off to every mom that does that, that job. Um, and thank you for doing it because you are the ones that are in the classroom for the most part, you are the ones doing the lunches and, yeah. and, and that stuff. And thank you for that. Um, but so when we're talking about success for ourselves, um, I think we have to dig deep, don't you think into just into really like, what does that mean? Is it enough that I'm happy? Is that success or is it money or is it your role, your title, Right. Right. So true. And that, that personal definition of success is, is really, it builds a foundation from mm. which you grow on and, yeah. and it, it's different for every person, just like you said, but it's also, I think it's also something that's ever evolving for mm. us because even like I started my career, I, I told you, like I was the career girl, I was going after it. I was going all the way to the top but then wait a minute, like this huge life change in me. It's like, no, I do want to be the mom and I want to be a great one. So my definition definitely changed, mm -hmm. but it, it takes being intentional about defining it for yourself and really giving yourself some space to envision it. Yeah. You know, envision your best self 10 years from now. What does that look like? Because then you can picture and you can define what success is. And, you know, some of those volunteer things that we take on or being the classroom mom, like, is that going to get you where you want to be? Maybe it is, mm. but maybe it isn't. Maybe you don't have to bake the cupcakes. Maybe you can buy the cupcakes and show up with them or, mm. you know, just really honing in on what is success. Because again, we're going to exemplify that for our kids. Mm -hmm. And so if we're, you know, shooting all the way to the top of the corporate ladder and leaving them behind, then we've shown them what we think is most important. And so mm -hmm. I don't think that we can expect them then to live out a different life, mm -hmm. but I think that can go the other way too. And it can be, well, maybe my life isn't what I thought it would be. So I'm going to give you every opportunity and I'm going to push you to be the top of the class. Right. I'm going to push you to be in all of the sports. And so you're going to get, you know, that sports scholarship or the music scholarship or whatever it is. And I'm going to push you because success to you now is going to be what I thought it was for me, but I didn't get there. Or, I mean, there's just so many pitfalls that we can fall into, but we have a choice, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, everything that we do is a choice that we make. And mm -hmm. so being intentional in what are my choices? What do I want? And maybe it is the top of the corporate ladder and an amazing family who loves you, 
but yeah. figuring out how to make both of those work and making every step intentional. And again, the more you say yes to, the more you have to say no to. And so it's, it's knowing and investing in what's really most important. Yeah. Oh, I, that's so good. That's so good. And I think when you've decided what's most important, then you, you live it unapologetically, right? Absolutely. Like this is me, this yes. is me and you're not invited. You being, you know, the mean moms sometimes or <laughs> your family or yeah. whomever, um, this is, this is what works for me, you know? Yes. And I also reserve the right to adjust and change and pivot as I need. <laughs> Every time that you need to, every time, because sometimes even like the best decisions, you're like, yeah, this is where I'm going. This is right. And then you get in just a little bit and you're like, yeah, that's not it. That's not working. It's okay. You shift and you change because you know what? Now, you know, more every Mm. single thing that you do, you've learned from that and you self-reflect and go, okay, well, now I know that wasn't the direction for me, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, I love that comment on family. There are so many women that are trying to live up to some expectation that their family or their friends or just even social media in general has put mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it their way. None of us do it the same. No. We- take our own way. And I, I mean, I tried to read all the books and listen to all the podcasts and like, I'm a huge advocate for taking in information, Mm. but I still have to make my choice for me and, you know, get together with my husband to figure out how we're going to raise our kids together and what we'll allow and what we won't. And that's our choice. Mm -hmm. And have we screwed up? Yeah. I've asked my kids for forgiveness so many times, Mm. but I think, you know what? but I'm willing to show them my screw up and I'm asking them for forgiveness and getting down on their level, then hopefully they learn and they can do that too. And it's okay to mess up Mm. and just own it and move on. Well, and I think what you're talking about here too is self-compassion, right? And self-compassion and Kristen Neff is a genius in this area and she's got selfcompassion.org. And she just talks about the fact that to fail is absolutely human. And that is what makes us alike is that we fail, we fall down and it is just, it is a shared human experience. And so therefore let's drop the shame. Let's Mm -hmm. drop the, the negative self-talk and the, the story we're telling ourselves because it's okay. You just win or you learn. That's it. No story needed. (laughs) Yeah. So often some of our best stories and our best, like, oh, our best testimonies come out of that, that struggle and that hardship. But if we didn't have it, we wouldn't have learned what we've learned and we wouldn't have then made other other choices and done the things that we've done. So, Susan, we need more people like you talking about this because we just need to stop this hustle for perfection in all these areas as moms. And look, I get it. I've been there too. I think with age comes wisdom. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've been doing this parenting thing for as long as you, yeah. you know, for 16 years. And um, yeah, you know, you do learn you, as you get older, you do get wiser, you know, all that stuff. But um, just to hear it is so good to hear. It's so true. It's so true. Everything that you're saying, you know, and and it's okay to make a mistake. I just love that. I think that's just yeah. such an important message. 
Yeah, we're, we're really all in this together. So we can <laughs> learn from each other and lean on each other and pick each other up when we're down. Because you know what, somebody else has already been there and already done it and already owned up to it. So just, I think, leaning into to other amazing people in our lives can help us through that too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this also goes to non-judgment of other moms, you know, and just holding grace for other moms. Like, yeah, you know, that, that might not be the choice that I made, but it doesn't make you wrong, you know, and you know, my choice doesn't make me wrong. Right. Um, so you have this really awesome gift for everybody that I want to talk about, uh, and it's defining success as a role model. And this is really awesome. So this is, um, it's a multi-page document that you've got. It's just, well, it's five pages and it is so good. So can you tell us a little bit about what it, what it's all about? Because it will be in the toolbox. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, It is, it's a really great tool to help you define success on your own terms. Thinking about what do, what does your future life look like? And what do you want it to be? But also considering what's the legacy that you want to leave for your kids? I mean, how do you want to be remembered? Like, I I think back to, like, I wanted to have this, like, perfectly clean HGTV house. (laughs) And somebody said, your kids aren't going to remember that your house was clean. They're going to remember that you played with them, you know, when they were toddlers on the floor. And I was like, wow, yeah, you're right. Yeah. just thinking about what do you want to leave there and just connecting the dots to, to really make that happen. So yes, I want to throw that out to all the, all the listeners to really define success on your own terms. And then it comes down to really just incremental improvements. What's one thing, one tiny small change that you could make today that would make all the difference. You know, like you talk about like not yelling, you know, what would it look like to take a breath first before we speak, before we reprimand, you know, just like that's a tiny thing, taking a breath, but yet look at the huge impact that can have in our lives. And so that's my, that my biggest challenge is just pick that one thing and then be better, you know, be better today than you, than you were yesterday. That's really all that we can. I think that was from Jordan Peterson said that mm. He's just, has such great stuff for for families and raising kids too but just better than you were yesterday make that incremental improvement Mm -hmm. and it's it's where it all starts it is amazing how a small this is what i say uh small hinges that swing big doors uh i got that from my friend um love it uh, Brittany bullen who who's also an entrepreneur and uh, and i just love it right the small changes make can make a big impact. So don't overwhelm yourself even more by thinking you have to completely reinvent the wheel. It is a moment where you breathe before you respond, breathe before you, you know, say something you can't take back right before you yell, before you do whatever. Right. So, yeah. And, and that is really when I, when I start working with parents, that's one of the first thing I say is like, don't overcomplicate it. First thing you're going to do is you're just going to stop yourself take a moment, take a breath. And the reason we take a breath is because we have a connection between our lungs and our brain that says when we breathe slowly and deeply, we're safe instead of going into fight or flight, which we often do as parents, right? Which is so counterintuitive to use survival level uh, uh, tactics to solve everyday family life problems like the Xbox or your tablet or whatever it is, right? Like it seems- Getting out of bed. 
Right. Yeah. 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 Just get to school. Yeah. Or what? Get out of bed. Yeah. In in my house this morning, it was it was you got to get out of bed and get to school. Um, but what I really like is you are walking uh, you are walking people through five steps on how to define your path to success. So I just, I really just want to highlight this, that you're really, everything that we're talking about, you know, defining success, where are you going to put boundaries? Where are you going to say, no, you are giving us this path. So it's not like you listen to this episode and you've got all the answers. You listen to this episode and then you go do the work, right? And the work also can be uncomfortable, but you're already uncomfortable. So do it. It's worth it. It will, will bring you to what you want more of, which I know Everybody that I talk to says they want peace, they want harmony, they want joy, and really, truly, they want connection. Connection Mm -hmm. feels good when you are with your kids and you're getting along with them and everything is going well, there is no better feeling. There's just no better feeling. The best. So true. Oh, I love it. I love it. So Susan, uh, thank you for today. This has been so wonderful. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, check out my website at S. Stutzel Coaching um, and also on LinkedIn. I do a lot of the just this subject, posting things out there as far as balance and peace and finding joy in your life and just love to, to share and yeah, love connecting with other like minded. So yeah, definitely reach out and connect with me and please do the work to do the workbook. It is so valuable and so helpful and it's, it's hard. It is, it goes deep. And I've had many women that, you know, we've walked through this process and the first time at it, they don't really know. Mm. And you're kind of stuck and it takes a little time. And then you go back and you try again and, or think a little bit deeper. So, so I really do challenge you to, to put in the work. It is worth it. And just invest in yourself because you're worth it. Oh, I love it. Like I said, we need to, you, you are such a, uh, such an important voice to, to say this and it's so reassuring. And I just love how non-judgmental you are and, uh, and positive and it's really refreshing. We we've got to, we've got to support each other. Mamas, we've got to do this, Absolutely. right? It's no joke being a mom. It is no joke being, uh, in the business world or being an entrepreneur. It's no joke. It's hard. And let's help each other out. Let's not shame each other. Let's not criticize each other. Let's just live our best lives. Really. Yes, absolutely. You nailed it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And all of your information will be in the show notes. And of course, to get, um, to get her amazing tool, it's uh, parent-toolbox.com. So thanks again, Susan. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and